On today's episode, why is this gas cap so expensive? Today's episode is brought to you by engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on engineering.com TV today. Now, if you're an engineer who likes the outdoors, one thing you definitely understand is that there's a huge amount of high technology in recreational power sports products. Motorcycles, ATVs, jet skis, snowmobiles, and outboard motors, well, they've seen the same rapid technological development as cars and light trucks. And one of the most beneficial results of this has been the elimination of the time-honored tradition of yanking on a rope till your arm comes out of its socket, trying to get a stubborn small engine running. Now, one motor on my fleet is a small four-stroke portable outboard, 2.3 horsepower with integral fuel tank, perfect for trolling behind my aluminum car topper. Now, it's made by a large Japanese manufacturer who shall remain nameless for reasons I'm about to describe. Now, for over a decade, it's been reliable, but this summer I've had a unique failure, the gas cap. Now, fuel tank closures on small engines like lawnmowers are little more than a plastic screw cap with a pinhole to allow displacement air in, but on an outboard motor with an integral tank, it's a little different. This has a switchable vent on top, a simple spring-loaded cam action device that lets air in as the fuel level falls, but closes air, and more importantly, watertight when closed. This keeps the dreaded rainwater out and allows the unit to be carried horizontally by its convenient carry handle. There's probably 16 or 17 parts in the mechanism, mostly elastomers with a spring and a small stainless steel washer. Now, this one stopped venting, creating negative pressure in the fuel tank, causing fuel starvation, normally halfway across the lake. Now, this isn't a difficult thing to troubleshoot since loosening the cap resulted in an easy restart and smooth running. So it was off to my local dealer to purchase a replacement. No big deal. Until I got the bill. The pre-tax price for this small replacement part was $92.29. Let me say that again. This gas cap cost $92.29. Now, I had no idea that the Pentagon was involved in fishing motor parts procurement, and I told the clerk at the parts counter that I didn't own an F-16, but a double check confirmed that, in fact, this is the cost of this cap for my tiny outboard. So why is this thing so expensive? Well, part of it is the country of origin, which in this case is Japan and not China, where the engine was actually assembled. And a factor may be the choice of high-durability polymers, something essential in a motor that spends much of its life outdoors, and it's a major reason why I prefer to buy OEM replacement parts for outboard motors. But the real reason why this small part is insanely expensive is because service parts pricing for complex manufactured goods has become disconnected from what it actually costs to manufacture those parts. What we have here is a consequence of computer-controlled supply chains or inventory stock levels of replacement parts are tracked by demand and projected forward, meaning that spark plugs are off the shelf everywhere and things like connecting rods are special order only. Now, my outboard has been a good performer, but my previous loyalty to this brand has definitely been eroded by the experience of a $100 gas cap. Now, engineers didn't set the price of this part, and they did a pretty good job in designing and manufacturing it. But if I turn my back on this brand for my next purchase, it won't matter that a team of outstanding engineers worked hard to produce a good product. In my mind, this is a $40 or $45 part max. But that extra 50 bucks of margin that they clawed out of me last week is something I'm likely going to claw back by buying some other brand of outboard. Well, that's it for today's audio version of End of the Line, brought to you by Engineering.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe to Engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. You can also watch this podcast as a video along with our other exclusive series only on Engineering.com TV. Thanks for tuning in.